Hello, and welcome to a podcast. A podcast? Today, this podcast is going to be about two movies that we have recently watched, two movies that were released this year. And I am Mitchell Regan, with you as always. And joining me, after she's just purchased some coal nuts from the fireplace, is Teresa Stoddard. Hi, guys. Um, I definitely burnt myself on them, so are we sure? Like, can I get a refund? I don't really know how that works. All I know is that uh, if you have enough, you'll always win the crying game. I think I will, because my mouth will be on fire. Yeah, exactly. Um, we're going to get right into it today. Uh, still recovering from uh, a cold. I am also apparently speaking like Yoda today. I've sort of got that happening, too. I'm trying to work through it. Uh, don't forget to follow us on socials. I don't know if you want to share that now or later, but... Uh, I'll go ahead and just put it in the description. You know by now. Look for a podcast. Uh, basically... Question mark, exclamation point, and you'll find us. The only difference would be your TikTok, which would be... T-U-H-R-E-E-S-U-H-330. That would be Teresa330 on yeah. TikTok. But we're really doing a lot of promotion, trying to get... Um, us up and ready so that uh, we can share as much of this spooky season with you. Uh, we're going to start with a non-spooky uh, movie to start with. I'm going to do Elemental, and then we'll do Haunted Mansion. Does that work? Yeah, absolutely. All right. So the first movie, Elemental, um, hit Disney Plus just recently. It's uh, Pixar. Um, feature uh, it has it was directed by Peter Song, written by John Ober, Kat Lacal, and Branda Su. Um, is one of those Disney Pixar combinations. Features voice actors Leah Lewis as Ember, uh, Muhammadu Ati as Wade. Ronnie Del Carmen as Bernie, Shyla Me as Cinder, um, and various other voice actors, including Catherine O'Hara as Brooke, Mason Wertheimer as Claude, and it's a story um, of these different elements that live in a city of elements. Um, it's kind of a coming of age along with like a uh, second-generation immigrant. I was told in the style of um, being the first generation after their parents have migrated to this country of elemental land. Um, there's a lot of themes of acceptance and racism and cultural understanding. Um but beyond that, it's also a love story that's hidden inside of it, um, and a story of like searching for 
your own place in the world and not always just following along with what your parents do because of the pressure of multi-generational um you know uh multi-generational struggling um it's beautiful um it's a good story but overall i'm curious what you thought of it Teresa. i know that i liked it more than you liked it um spoilers (laughs) spoilers um it was a cute movie i don't think it was anything visually stunning or like plot wise like nothing was that stand out about it except for it had extremely crude humor that even luke our son was picking up on like they literally say at the end this isn't really a spoiler it's just super cringe that like now that ember is leaving they have more time for hanky panky and i'm just like i don't know i don't know how i feel about that one yeah that's kind of my take so far um what did you think of the, uh, so I'll, I'll say my overall feeling of the movie, and then we'll go into more specific uh, aspects of the story. Um, I felt with the studio that is as solid as Pixar, dating back all the way to Toy Story, which came out almost three decades ago. I know that's... And holds up. And holds up incredibly well. And then not to mention all the other fantastic Pixar films. Finding Nemo. um, Turning Red is a more recent one. Turning Red. And even Inside Out. Inside Out was amazing. Inside Out was fantastic. It might be the best one. This one, I really was hoping for a little bit more of that Inside Out feeling. Ratatouille. Cars. Incredibles. Finding Nemo. Um, So, to me... Uh, going based upon what you said from a visual standpoint, it's not necessarily a step down from what Pixar has done, but it's not. <clears throat> there's nothing that sets it apart from a visual aspect. It looks the same as their movies from like almost a decade ago. There's nothing really, especially when uh, you brought up during the movie, uh, and you could expand upon it after I bring it up, but especially when you have people in the animated realm that are doing something so creative as the Lord Miller project with the Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse and across the Spider-Verse. There's really nothing that really sets this movie apart from like a visual language from an animated storytelling. In that way, I feel like there's no excuse for it. Someone on that team has ideas. Someone on that team could make it stand out in such a way they could have changed up the animation style when they did something different. There could be a different animation style between the fire and the water, but it's really, it didn't do that. So like, I'm not saying it looked bad. It was a nice looking movie, but just with um, all the strides in animation that we've seen in the last decade, it just really didn't do it for me. And I'm one of those that's kind of warming up to animation. And I generally am fine with like kids animation. And this one, it just kind of left me wanting more. I also think that um, they've kind of done it. They've, they've done a better job telling an immigration story 
with like cocoa and turning it, red turning red luca yeah. even luca was great um and there's really nothing that's to the parts i also was personally i mean i don't want to say like annoyed with or upset i was just i was i was very um I was not blown away by the Thomas Newman score. It was very weird. It kept just saying New Age, and I don't think any of that was New Age music. You're talking about the closed captions? Yeah. Yeah, it was... Um, it was fine. You know, if they wanted to add a lot more of the cultural elements that made it set it apart, they could have done a lot more... Just Like, I know that the idea is to bring the, the families together, but they could have done a lot more to make thematic points of just the differences between the two elements or the multiple elements that live within the city. Now, what I do think they did right is the transportation. That was inventive. I did enjoy that. Um, but there, there wasn't, there wasn't much of that. Yeah. Like there needed to be more of those inventive ideas with, transportation with how the city functions and also we got to see like the coal nuts but what about water what about right. wind what about the tree people right. like i really if, like if they went into that more so than the love story i think it really would have taken off they could have taken that back a few notches like within them trying to touch constantly even though they know they're gonna like incinerate each other and like snuff each other out or like boil each other so can but we i do want to say it was hilarious it was off color but it was just so funny like i laughed out loud several times but this isn't exactly what i'm looking for when i look for a comedy i also like i talking about the comedic elements of the movie i wondered out loud to you just like what who is the audience for and it seemed a lot more the the jokes that they were aiming for were more about for the parents who had a, who were dragged to the movies by their kids than it was for any kid jokes. I mean, they were really relying on really awful dad puns and uh, close to like explicit sexual references. Okay, so let's. Do you have some? Specific let's, ones. Let's hide the tiny ears. The mother kept sniffing them for sex, which was very weird. That one's weird. Like, why? Yeah. Um. Also, when they were talking about like going through her pipes and blowing, and how soaking she was, and it just no, it was a lot. Like, I would have expected these jokes on, like, Family Guy, not Elemental, a Pixar movie for children. And, like, like I said, our son enjoyed it. He He's not a movie fan. He watched all of it. So it does have that going for it. But even he was, like, uncomfortable by the jokes. Yeah, and I feel like they could have focused a lot more on, if it was going to be a romantic story what separates the characters and then what brings them together 
Instead, they really just focus on the fact that, like, they both had, like, the hots for each other. Yeah. And then by the end of the movie, none of them have, like, any aspects of the original characters anymore. Oh, and I remember what you were saying, kind of, of Ember's character. Oh, like how it pretty much disappears when she meets uh, Wade? Yeah. So her life didn't really get better. She's She may end up pursuing something she likes, <clears throat> but she's doing so because she was told to by somebody else. This wasn't something that she decided. She doesn't have a choice and she doesn't really have autonomy. And her character, she's supposed to be this hot-headed, like... Angry. See that? Where the, the film started at the beginning, where she needed she was quick to anger and blew up because of anger um they really didn't go no, as soon as she meets him she's like ah. right and it would have been really cool if like she should have been yelling at him and he should have liked her anyway so i'm gonna go in a completely different direction that you probably won't even think of but think of if the way the love story was treated like the love story is treated in everything everywhere all at once where um, Kihi Kwan's character completely balances out Michelle Yeoh's character, mm-hmm. where she is quick to anger and gets upset and frustrated, but he so comes like from us? a place of like patience and love. So like us. And, <laughs> You're like, uh, I'm not commenting. I'll comment. And so it would have been great if Wade acted as like a cooling for um ember's anger honestly they were just really horny the whole time yeah. like it really honestly this movie was. was so horny because they were more upset that they couldn't touch than like their characteristics balancing out of each other or like and she's all like oh no my dad my dad but she just turned dad in one minute to get that water d so like to get that wade <laughs> Um, so I, I, like I said, I was ultimately disappointed, uh, just because I, eh, there's just so much better animation that's coming out now. I would give this a six. I was expecting a nine. Um, which would have been perfect because that also fits within nice. the dirty jokes of yes. the movie. Um, what would you rate it? Probably like a four or five. And I get, I don't mean to be like, yeah. it's just, especially we've been watching so many good movies recently. But I and think, then like, but I know. Ultimately, it has the Pixar name on it. You've got to deliver. Right. It's not like some indie film. If it was an indie film, I maybe would have rated it higher, but they've got all of that power behind them and they did nothing with it. Right. Especially when you have such, again, like the, the Spider Verse people and they're doing things that are completely different even like something like turning red was much more inventive from a storytelling standpoint from an animation standpoint um and that one had a lot more of you understand this is an immigrant family that it's about fitting in and i also like i feel the romance plot lines of a lot of these movies aren't this as was fun too, yes exactly this was too elevated 
a romance for a children's yeah. story. Like, think about in Turning Red. She's crushing so hard on a boy right. and a band member. That is normal. She's drawing creepy things. Like, I loved it. just exposed it's how relatable. raw, like, teenage girl, you're coming into your power, you're understanding who you are. This movie was so flat. Yeah. It felt very 2D. I I agree. Um so just a quick um Yeah, I'm rapidly running out of things to say. Yeah, just well, like I, I know, I'm so without sorry. like fire blasting. I'm looking at the last decade here. So Elemental came out this year, two thousand twenty three. I have not seen Lightyear. Have you seen Lightyear? No, we should watch that with Luke. Um, but he has to suggest it somehow. Yeah, we'll like weird. leave it open somewhere, and he'll be like, "This is my idea." So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna start from 2013. I don't want to start from the beginning. And of I Pixar. do know I have some big holes when it comes to Pixar. Like I don't watch any of the car movies because they annoyed me. Um, okay, so let's just let's start with let's start with Have you seen Monsters University? Which one's better, this one or Monsters University? Monsters. So already down one. And we Monsters already said University was not good. Inside Out. Oh, leaps and bounds. Good dinosaur. I think I've not seen that. You haven't seen it? Oh, I thought I you should. Have. Finding Dory. Oh, I like that one better, of course. Uh, have you? You said you haven't seen any of the cars. No. Coco. I actually didn't see it. Remember, you guys watched okay. it. And I was sick. So Coco. Is absolutely incredible. Maybe I'll watch it tomorrow. It's absolutely beautiful. After my uh, evaluation. Toy Story 4. Oh, yes. Quirky. I'm trash! Uh, have you seen Onward? I've seen the first half of it. It's really good. Uh, I've it's, seen Soul. Soul's incredible. It's about like... I think it was another situation where I was sick and you guys watched it. Yes. <laughs> uh, Luca. Love Luca. Great. Turning Red. Amazing. So, out of all of those, like, this movie is easily in the bottom three, and that's just the past decade. Honestly, I can't think of a worse Pixar movie. I'm, I'm racking my brain. Cars 2 is not that good. Okay. Um, well, I don't count the Cars movies. Okay. I'm ready for the, my hate mail, but Mater is just not for me. I think it's because I don't know what Gary the Cable Guy is. No. It, doesn't he voice... Yeah, but I mean, like, you gotta give it up because, I don't know if you know this, but the main character in Cars is voiced by our Owen Wilson. <laughs> so, I think that alone. Talking about movies that Owen Wilson starred in. The Haunted Mansion. Much better movie. So, The Haunted Mansion, uh, obviously based off of the ride at Disney World, Disneyland. Um, a 2023 release. Uh, this one was done by the writer of uh, Dear White People, Justin Simeon. Uh, he directed it while uh, new writer Katie DePold uh, penned the movie. Uh, it stars Lakeith Sanfield as Ben Matt, Matthias, 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 Rosario Dawson as Gabby, Owen Wilson as Father Kent, Tiffany Haddish as Harriet, Bruce Davis as Danny DeVito. And it has some, uh, oh, and Chase Dillon as Travis. Um, this has so many cameos. It's so great. It does have a bunch of cameos. Jamie Lee Curtis, 
Jerry Leno, uh, unfortunately. Um, it has... God bless you. And it has, oh, like, two seconds of Dan Levy, uh, which was disappointing, because I was hoping for more. Um, oops. Technical difficulties. My tablet is cursed. Yeah, well, perfect for the Haunted Mansion. Uh, Haunted Mansion um, follows the story of uh, Rosario Dawson, Gabby, and her her son Chase Dillon. They purchase a mansion. Uh, guess what? It's haunted. Who knew? It's um, set in New Orleans. Set in New Orleans, which was kind of cool. Because we've been there, so we we were seeing things we knew. It was yes. very fun. Yeah, there's a we lot of very on-location uh, stuff that they shot. You could see for sure. Um, but they hire a tour guide. Uh, like Heath Stanfield's character. They hire Owen Wilson, who's a priest. And they hire a psychic, who's played by Tiffany Haddish. Um, and they try to exercise the ghosts it's a typical haunted uh first they try a treadmill then they try yeah. the bike an elliptical none of it's working they couldn't fit the swimming pool even though it's a mansion don't understand that one but but your typical haunted house story matter of fact i feel like it's a tribute to many haunted house stories um it's one of several of disney's attempt at taking a ride and turning it into a movie like the jungle cruise pirates of the caribbean obviously the most successful one of those so the haunted mansion what did you think of the haunted mansion it was so fun and um there were actually a couple jump scares that got me i did not go into this expecting to be spooked it's just such a fun ride that i didn't really count that as a possibility what about you um I thought it was it was all right. Um, I love. Okay, so here's what I would say about the haunted mansion. It has all, all the elements of things I, I love. With Keith Stanfield as a performer, as the main character, yes, uh, he's amazing in Atlanta. He's amazing in Sorry to Bother You. He's amazing in Get Out. He is one of my favorite actors because his, his delivery is amazing. It's so dry, but like but wry. Like also, it's very dry and wry, dryly, wryly. But he also has the ability to also go over the top emotionally, uh, which I felt like a lot of the movie was kind of like foisted onto his shoulders nice word. for him to carry. Um also, he does a lot of eye acting, which I always enjoy. Right. He's, he's just good. It's always interesting to see what he does. So that definitely piqued my interest. Uh, I love Rosario Dawson in literally anything she's in. Go listen to our Ahsoka episode. Um, Owen Wilson as well. Tiffany Haddish is really funny in most things. Danny DeVito also is great. Put him in everything, honestly. Um, and I know I, I keep mentioning the actors, and but, you know, it's important. But so, and I, I think Justin Simeon is an interesting director, an interesting creator. Um, and I do love the setting difference. I do like a lot of the plot and where it's giving tribute to. But it's kind of like, have you ever had 
Or have you ever made like a really, have you ever attempted to make a really good meal where you like all of the ingredients, but then you come up together and you're just like, kind of just tastes like, it tastes bland. That's how the movie felt like for me. Yeah, that is fair. I know we've really been digging into the top 10 of every horror genre. So this is a bad time for the Haunted Mansion to cross our path. Well, we are extra critical right now. We are in the scary movie zone. Um, Luke loved it, so I give it the kids' points, you know. You did? Yes. Oh, okay. He loved it. He'd just come back from Disney a couple weeks ago, rode the ride, so he he was connected to the movie. Yeah. And it helps that the main only child is nine, and he really needs that child aspect to connect. Oh, yeah, with, um, and I thought he was a good actor. Oh, he was. I really liked him. Uh, let me shout out one more time. Chase Dillon, that was the name of him. Yeah, he was really good. I don't know if he's been in anything else, but I'm interested to see. I'm sure he will be after what, this. Yeah, what he'll be in after this. I thought it was a really good performance by him. I felt that the movie also totally was weird. Like, and it's not like it seemed like it was trying to be serious with the plot of him losing his wife in the car crash. Oh, and the father. Um, and the father. That was a very weird plot line because it's like obviously they're not together, but it seems like okay, why are they not together? Um. And then, like, that she's not letting him see him at all, so she's shielding him from, like, what did he do? Like, we didn't get the backstory, so it was just kind of, like... Well, he died. The father? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, apparently I did not pick up on that. Well, remember how when, um... Oh, he's he was saying this. I thought that he was just trying to manipulate him. I didn't. I didn't catch that. No, no. I was only half watching, so I will admit that. Oh, you're fine. Um, but I love Owen Wilson in anything, so yeah, I would also hope that uh, he was a priest. <laughs> I'm just saying, you made it work. I'm not, but it's a little sexy. <laughs> Um, you're welcome. I mean, uh, you're welcome. Um, so just, I'm trying to figure out. You could feel the ride, which I think is an important part of it. Right. Like, the way that it moved. Like, I'm very much into feeling the movement of a movie. I said that to you the other day and you were looking at me like, uh, yeah, okay. But I like, I like that. I like to feel the direction. I like to feel the pull. I like to feel how it moves. Right. They didn't say how he died. Travis's father. Because hmm. Gabby... Because they didn't give any backstory. Yeah. I feel like this would have been a good... Like, they should have started the movie in their place with the dad dying. All the... Every Disney movie. And yeah. that formula would have really helped it, I think. We would have cared. We would have cared about the loss. They would have gone back to New Orleans because that's where her family is from. And ultimately, I think the movie would be much better. 
Yeah. This is another one where I would also rate it a six, but this six is very much better than the six I rated the. That makes no sense. I know. As long as you know that, that's all. So, like, do. okay, this is like a six point nine. That was a six point oh. Uh, six point nine. Sorry, is this one? Yeah, I, I'm looking online. I can't find any any answer. I will say one thing I did like about the movie that would. <coughs> rated higher for me than Elemental is I was a big fan of the ending because I like that um, for a movie that focused so much on what Travis was missing without a complete family which was a lot of the, the kind of the crux of the, the movie and what he was going through um, his family expands well, like fivefold, yeah, because there's like a found family aspect to it, which is always good. Because for a moment, it looks like he's gonna succumb, right? Because he wants his. Uh, I think it's ten thousand soul. Because if he gets to or uh, no, sorry, a thousand. Yeah. If he gets to a thousand souls, he gets to escape from the manor. The the whole, um, I guess like. Uh, gimmick of the movie, the whole uh, yeah, is that there's this evil uh, ghost Crump, Trump. right? Luke kept calling him Trump and wanted to know if he was based off of Trump, so that was funny. It was funny, but Crump is trying to leave the haunted mansion and haunt like the world. He's looking for his a thousand soul. He tries luring each one. <clears throat> he starts with. Um, Matthias first, because he could lure him, Ben. He could lure Ben with his his wife who's passed, and then Travis. There's one where he tries to lure him as well, but ultimately uh, they realize that they're kind of a family, and they bond together. And then well, they really thrown him into that stepdad role like right away. Oh yeah, yeah, they definitely do. Like I'll go talk to him. You've known him for five minutes, but okay. Right. <laughs> But, so, what did you think about the ghost winks? It was a cute idea. So, keep your eye out at the end. There's a cute one. Um, but let me just tell you, if you ever, ever give me tater tots when I got jalapeno poppers, I'm not going to be happy. Okay. <laughs> um, I'd be okay with either. But... There's a price difference and a taste difference. It's, it That's about true. all I got to say on uh, the Haunted Mansion. Well, I mean, uh, I have just one last thing. So we're right now going through all of, uh, I think we can announce it. On Friday, we're going to be covering... Um, top 10 haunted houses. Top 10 haunted house movies or haunted um, movies. Some of them do kind of edge over into the possession, but it does take place in a haunted house. So, um, so with that being said, does watching the Haunted Mansion and knowing it's a tribute to so many other um, movies that came before it, does that kind of help you navigate like the tropes of what to look for when we're watching these movies? I'd say only 
scary slightly. Really? Because we've been watching, like, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Now that is what I'm looking out for. Or, um, not in this, but... Are you talking about in specifically, like, looking for, like, like the almost old... like a shot-by-shot, like, hey, look, this is a specific tribute to this No, thing. even just nods to something where they recreate it in the next... I really feel like that there's a lot of recreations that they do, especially. I mean, there's not. Well, remember, so they... I didn't watch it as focused as everybody else did. I was. Well, then one would argue, like, why are we discussing it? <laughs> because that, I gave it the amount of attention that I felt it deserved. Well, I was going to say is uh, obviously there are a lot of callbacks to the original ride. Yes. Now that. I loved it. That was ten out of ten for me. It was just but the the ride itself is is definitely like in reference to other ones. Like we'll eventually get through like Haunting of Hill House, The Haunting. Um, <coughs> hopefully, pretty soon we'll get off here and see The Innocence. But that happens to be my dad's favorite horror movie. And I I asked him what his favorite horror movie is, and he was like, "You won't watch it." And I said, oh, why not? And he's like, because it's in black and white. And now I've I've watched several black and white. At least two. We had Psycho and what was the other one? No, there was another one. I swear there was another one. Yes, there was. But that was a big thing for you was getting through Psycho. Yeah. And I love Psycho. Yeah, it was very good. It was very good. If you have not listened to our Slasher podcast, where we rank our top ten comprehensive slashers, I would definitely recommend that, um, so you could get more insight to that. But as far as our discussion on our two movies, I think we are at a close. Um, again, all of our information on our socials that you will follow after listening to this wonderful episode and downloading it and rating us five stars only, especially if you have Apple Podcasts, please, on Apple. Just recently, finally gotten it on apple or have it listed on apple so we could use that that's usually what they gauge a lot of the uh rating on is apple podcasts i don't know why but that's just how it is so if you can rate us five stars especially if you have apple podcasts um your job's made it yes steve says it's so did a bad job with that um however uh we want to thank you for listening uh, we appreciate you. Uh, we will be back on Friday with our Haunted House Top 10 uh, Comprehensive List. I have no more to add. I'm throwing it to Teresa. Teresa, All right. take us out. Thanks so much. This was Teresa Stoddard and Mitchell Regan with a podcast, and we will see you on our Fright Night Friday. Goodbye.